0: tailgater sports
1: That is right, everybody, you heard it. It's another episode of Tailgater Sports. My name is Eric Roberts. You may have heard me on What's New with Menace or maybe even referred to on The Woody Show as Nick Soundwave. You can call me whatever you want. It does not matter. I'm just glad you're here listening to another episode of Tailgater Sports. We got plenty to talk about today, guys. We got QBs getting paid. We got baseball getting ready to be played. But before we talk about any of that, before we talk about Patrick Mahomes' mega deal, before we talk about the return of baseball, I gotta bring in the two guys that will be talking with me for the next 45 minutes to an hour the first guy his name is randy you've heard him all over the woody show podcast network you've heard him on alt 98 7 here in los angeles he is a packers fan dodgers and a fan. dodgers fan there you go i butchered this so hard on our first take guys so i'm gonna let him talk us through this one it's go
0: ahead. uh it's an awkward choice of teams but remember until like what three years ago we had no football true that's why I always thought it was so weird when you would meet people who who would tell you, oh, yeah, I'm a USC fan. It's like, oh, uh, did your dad or mom go there? No, nah, I just I just root for the team. Yeah. I mean, that's what you had in L.A.
1: for that time. I mean, yeah, you, you were you were a little too young for the USC heyday back when, you know, three Pete, Pete Carroll, Reggie Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, now we have more than enough teams, but I don't really, you know, I don't root for I, I guess I yeah, root for so, both sort of. So but, we got eh. the Dodgers fan and the Packers fan. Uh-huh. And I root for the Anaheim Ducks. And he roots so for the Anaheim Ducks. See, guys, I'm, I'm all, over all over the place. And now listen to this
1: one. And let's bring in the third guy. This is why I'm always all jumbled up here. The third guy, Tyler, lives in La Mirada, is a Angels fan, a Kings fan... And a Atlanta Falcons fan, right, Tyler, to get that right for you? Yeah, I live in Whittier. Give me the respect I deserve.
2: Same thing. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) And yeah, that is right on the teams. It's probably a little bit more of a weirder combination than Randy's is. Because how many times, in all honesty, have you ever met another Falcons fan? Packers fans, fairly easy to find. There's a lot of history there. You know, they have a winning culture. Falcons fans, we are one in very few we are very small in number in the greater la area very true
0: i have i can name off a couple packers fans i know outside of this room do you ever see those lists that talk about famous celebrities who are fans of your favorite teams yeah Packers, yeah. although the team is as massive as it is, you never really see a whole lot of famous Packer fans. I think Lil Wayne is a Packer yeah. fan. Yeah, I mean, and he's, he's a NOLA guy. He's from New
1: Orleans. He's yeah. all NOLA'd out, but he's a Packers fan. I want to say I want to say that's true. It's always kind of confusing, and then uh,
0: did, I don't even know if the Falcons have any we famous had, fans. They're in the Bills. So when, the, they,
1: when the Bills made their playoffs last season, right? So yeah. they're getting better, so you get in celebrities people that are yeah, just yeah. magically fans all of a sudden
0: they had chad michael murray on the field you remember that from one michael, michael or from uh, from one tree hill i remember when uh <laughs> when trump announced his candidacy to, to run for president they released one of these lists and they labeled trump as a bills fan like a yeah. massive Bills supporter well he tried to buy the bills and i believe moved them to toronto yeah
1: he was trying to buy them i wasn't sure if he was trying to move them to toronto but he i think he kind of was the one that pushed bon
0: jovi out of the picture from buying the Bills for a little bit. I think Bon Jovi oh, might have wanted right. to move him. Oh yeah, I, I just opened I searched it up and right here, the first thing that pops up is a picture of some dude that has a shirt that says Bon Jovi Free Zone.
1: Yeah, dude, it, it was <laughs> that was a bad part of uh Bill's history because they were doing the that that program or that thing yeah. where they would play two home games in Toronto a season. And they're like, well, why don't we just move the team to Toronto? It was it was bad before the Pagulas <sighs> bought, before the Pagulas bought off Buffalo, kind of. But yeah, so we're going to be here, guys. It's another episode of Tailgater Sports. Like I mentioned, we're going to talk Patrick Mahomes striking gold, striking. Is there something above gold we could say, guys? Because um, platinum. The, platinum. the amount of money he's going to be rocks. getting paid over the next 10 years is insane. Uh, we're going to talk about the return of baseball. We've itched on it for quite a bit of episodes here. But guess what? Like Ronnie said, we're kind of itching just because we want to see it back. I haven't forgotten, man, Fred. Matt, right <laughs> Randy, yeah, Randy's still on the Manfred to the Moon hashtag Manfred to campaign. the campaign. Yeah, Manfred to the Moon campaign is still strong with Randy. Um, but before we get into any of that, guys, we had a little bit of vacation last weekend. We went out to Palm Springs with we some did. of the guys from the Woody Show crew, and we played a little bit of cornhole. We've talked about the weird sports episode. Cornhole came up. We talked about how these guys were making mad money. How are they making money like this on such an easy sport? They're playing in their backyard. They're drinking beers. Well, I brought my cornhole set to Palm Springs with us. And to say everybody um, had the talent would be, what was I'd say wrong, right? It'd be a lie.
0: It was <laughs> obvious that some of us were better than
2: others. Let's just say that. <laughs> Tyler
1: was god awful at cornhole. What, what was the problem?
2: See, here's the thing is that I had, I don't know what it was. I had to adjust a little bit and I don't even know what I was adjusting to because all you have to do is put the damn sack in the hole. So it's not that hard. This is what I've been but, saying. Tyler's you know, got a chicken wing, man. As the weekend went on, I progressively got a little bit better, Worse. and even Brett, even Brett admitted, he's like, "Yeah, he was getting a little bit better." Oh, okay. I noticed as as I got a couple more drinks in me, the aim was starting to come through a little bit. Uh, you know, it it's it's a work in progress. We'll see what happens. You know, could I make a career? I'm not going to say no. I won't Can say I yes. Make but we'll a see. career?
1: Stop it. So so two things out of all that. I do believe that cornhole is a game where you have to find the balance of sober yeah. and drunk. Yeah, yeah. Because I've definitely had some games where I'm like, dude, I'm feeling it. But then you, you have that one beer that's one too many and you would fall off and you just got to say, hey, the rest of the night's in the pool because I'm not winning any more cornhole games. Yep. Second, watching Tyler play cornhole over the weekend, I'm not sure if I have any faith in any of his athletic abilities when it comes to the Olympics.
0: Yep, that's what I was saying. I think Tyler was, this weekend showed me that Tyler really just runs his mouth. And
2: (laughs) all right,
0: kind of has like, well, that's the thing. Like after cornhole, I wasn't as not that I was ever really worried, but, you know, it's kind of like when you when you play sports in high school or or Pee Wee or Parks and Rec, you hear you're playing some team and you don't really know much about the team. So even though you're not necessarily afraid, there's still a level of, oh, I wonder if, you know, they got to give them a little respect. Yeah, a little respect. I saw Tyler play cornhole and suddenly a lot of my troubles kind of just drifted away,
2: (laughs) such as I did in the pool. Okay, you saw me play a couple games of cornhole. I will admit the only thing that I am 100% sure you have over me is our, uh, six pitches to strike him out. i I was hustled. I'd like to point this out to the people who are listening. I was hustled. None of us knew that Randy apparently has seven, eight years baseball experience. Okay. This was not be known to any of us. We all knew about his football career, but none of us knew about his apparently professional baseball career. The same way Randy apparently lies about swimming, apparently he has other hidden talents that none of us know about so that one I I will I'm already ready to concede that to Randy I know it's not going to happen all the other sports I feel like I have a fairly good shot so we'll just see the chips will fall where they lie and we, we will see what happens I'm now definitely a little bit more excited for all this because
0: you know very rarely at least after the age of what say what like 20 21 22 you really don't really find yourselves in a situation where you get to be competitive right so the fact that I get to, quote unquote, dust off the old cleats Dude, and do something is exciting.
1: I don't miss anything more than playing competitive sports. Yeah. I wish I could go back to school, college, high school, whatever level, just so I could relive and be young enough to play competitive hockey again. Because once you get over there, man, yeah, there's no drive. It's like even in like adult league, beer league stuff, you're just out there. You're sitting yeah. around. You're not really taking it too seriously because you don't want to be the hardo that's going too hard for, for, you know, your rec league games.
0: Well, that's also the thing, too, that you often hear about when like, um, you hear about such-and-such's dad blew out his ACL playing Parker basketball. You're like, why? Why would you do that? And then suddenly you kind of become that guy and you're like, well, damn, I kind of want to play something, do something.
1: Right. Well, bring it all together here. I have no faith that Tyler Keever throw a strike when it comes down to the baseball challenge of Tailgater Olympics. Which bums me out because I was looking forward to that one the most. Here's the thing, Randy. I'll be around for the weekend. I'll be one film and I'll be, you know, making sure we're getting yeah. stuff that we need. So we'll have a nice little back and forth, I'm sure. And it might just turn into a, a home run derby with Tyler lobbing us balls and just taking moonshots. Just ducks. But out of all that, though, I think we will have to do softballs. Not like softball softballs, but the squishy balls. Okay. I also don't have faith in Tyler getting out of the way of a comebacker.
2: Oh, no. no I, I so, was just thinking so I'm about not gonna, that right I'm now. Not, I am Especially
1: for using uh, metal bats, like, you know, regulation metal. Yeah. Because not, I'm not going to go buy a wood bat. Of course. But. I don't think we're using hard balls because Tyler's going to take a comebacker to the dome, to the belly, and he might have like a heart palpitation because he takes it to the <laughs> chest or something. A heart
0: palpitation. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I haven't played. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get that. That's that would be a lot of fun. I just don't want Tyler end up like Tanaka. Getting a liner straight to the head. Hey, so sensitive topic.
1: They got very bad that everybody saw that video. I know. So tailgater Olympics. Let's iron out these games because we've kind of talked about them in sporadic episodes. Right. So we have home run derby, which is basically each guy's gonna get maybe six pitches, strike out the other guy. Tyler yeah. versus Randy. These are all mainly Tyler versus Randy games. Okay. Mm-hmm. So home run derby, you two. We got the half court shot. Oh yeah, that's right. Half court shot, which also I'm not even sure Tyler can shoot a basketball after that. Are weekend. we doing? Are we doing oh, okay. three
0: shots? Or just one um, shot.
1: We maybe we'll do like a, a ten shot, best of ten or something, or the first
0: one to make five, something like that. What if we did like a um you play the game around the world? Yeah. Where like you progressively Ooh. just move more? Okay. What if we sort of start like uh you know, like an interior shot, then a three point, then we further and further. Th- they and further do those,
1: further. those for like twenty five K competitions oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in uh in during halftime or something where you gotta yeah. make a layup, you gotta make a free throw, make a three, make a full court so we could do that and whoever makes it in as few attempts as possible. Okay. Maybe not, or timed, I guess. But just for like the sake of,
0: just for the sake of like having some content because I feel like if we're just, we can do
1: a couple different variations of all this too. So, because like I said, I don't want to go and just be there for five minutes and like, okay, we're done. So yeah. and that's right. another thing why this is going to be a little weird to shoot, because as we get through this list, like right next, we have putt putt golf, miniature golf somewhere. Mm. It's gonna be a little hard to film stuff. So we're gonna have to film these on opposite days. Miniature golf is even open in certain yeah. parts of the world right now. Same thing. We have to find a court, a baseball field. So we got a little bit of a window here. We're gonna have to film all this stuff. OK, all so right. we got home run derby, half court or around the world, whatever we decide day of miniature golf is on the table. We decided that back when Randy said golf is dumb and he could do better than any professional on the on the field. Of course. And then we got the fourth one that I have on the list is darts. Tyler's um, sandbagging game because he's good at stupid ass stuff.
2: Hey, look, darts. Apparently, st- apparently not a lot of people knew about 301, as I learned on uh, Instagram poll. But, you know, it's fine. Uh, people will learn. It will be a very uh, learning experience. You know how um, DeAndre Hopkins is just
0: naturally good at catching a football yeah. because he has massive hands. Yep. Tyler is just naturally inclined to be better at darts because his his arm doesn't extend further than 90 degrees. Right, yeah. It just locks.
1: Yeah, it's he's got the permanent dart fixture because his elbow is almost always cocked into his it's hip. It's cocked
0: in, and he can't even fully extend yeah. his arm, so it just Perfect locks dart in place. Motion.
1: So that's four. Did I miss anything? Because we need a fifth event. So it's are we not, doing are,
0: that, uh, that hockey thing? The little like little, little mini goals? We could
1: do it. I have the mini goals set up. We could, we could do a little sauce, a little accuracy. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of how we could do that into a competitive thing. It would be fair grounds for both of you because neither of you are hockey players. Right. I'm assuming you never even held, held a hockey stick, so... I was pretty good at ground
2: hockey, so be- I've never played hockey. So this should be interesting. So we could
1: do that. I mean, I'm down to bring. I could, that's something easy I could set up too. We could yeah. set it up either day of somewhere, and we could. I have plenty of hockey stuff. We could.
0: The use. only other thing I could think of is like penalty shots in soccer. That might be penalty fun too. Kicks. We Ooh, could.
1: Okay. We could toss both of those on this list, and if we okay. end up with six, we end up with six. And that'd be six. Perfect. Penalty shots have the possibility of somebody taking a soccer ball to the gut, and that's very funny.
0: That is pretty funny.
1: I
2: like. I will Um, let Randy know that uh, I'm down to do penalty shots. I played 12 years of soccer when I was growing up. I also played 10 years of soccer. I was a goalie. Ah, Damn it! I was a goalie
0: every single year.
2: He has hidden talents that nobody knows about. This uh, is what I'm talking about.
0: I I almost played for the um, Chivas USA Youth Academy. (laughs) No way! But but I did. But but I only wanted to play goalie. I didn't want to play anything else. Why did you go to football? I just like hitting people. It was fun. You should have played I was good. I of, was man. good at football. You could have stayed
1: I wanted to play hockey. I wanted to stay slim and you could have been aggressive I, and
0: hit people. I wanted to play hockey so effing badly, but my parents didn't understand the sport and just back then it see seemed back see then that. it seemed impossible.
1: There was a lot. There wasn't. Many it wasn't until, stuff as yeah, it is now. Too. It
0: wasn't until when the when the Kings won the Cups that the LA started taking hockey much seriously.
1: So there we go. We got it. Six events for the Tailgater Olympics: home run derby, half court shot slash around the world, miniature golf, darts, hockey, and penalty kicks. Okay. All right. So there it is. So we're gonna be filming this towards the end of July, maybe mid to early August, depending on when we can get these facilities done. I know people are itching; they've been asking about when we're gonna do it. We're working on it. Trust me. Also, what we're working on, we are going to get some Tailgater Olympics shirts done. Maybe jerseys. I'm not sure exactly what the quality will be. So they're either going to be shirts or jerseys. And how we're going to do this is we're going to get a nice big bulk order and we're going to give them away on our Instagram. Nothing will be needed from you guys other than some kind of Instagram giveaway. We'll keep you all in the loop with that. It won't be much harder than tagging a friend on a post and we'll get those shirts out to whoever wins them. We'll have plenty to hand out, so don't worry. Make sure to tag us on Instagram. Tag us on Twitter. Let us know that you are interested in the shirts. Let Menace know that you're interested in all the tailgate olympics gear that we're going to have ready for you guys mm-hmm. it is coming down it's going to be awesome
0: now because we are tailgate olympics and tailgates in essence are food oriented are we going to somehow integrate food into one of these events like maybe eating two cheeseburgers and then mini golfing or, or ooh, i mean we could know? do that because okay. we are okay. you know, i don't think i don't think i'm built for an eating contest though because i feel like i'd, I'd rather eat and then you know sort of I guess, burn it off we could, during an event? We could. I mean, this... You know what? You might have just poked a hole
1: in our whole theory here because we should integrate a f- one, at least one food eating challenge, being that yeah. this is a tailgater podcast. Right. We have not tailgated much because of the damn corona I feel stuff going like,
0: on. I feel like because of everything that's that's gone down, not only in America, but the world, we seem to have forgotten that tailgating is basically just a food thing.
1: Yeah, it really is. And this is was originally geared towards tailgater culture because because we love food we love drinking and we love sports where does that all come together the tailgater before the game the party before the party
0: Mm.
1: so let's figure out what we should do and we could possibly slide it in as an extra challenge or we'll nick something at the end so we do have to figure out a food eating challenge we could go classic hot dog eating challenge Mm. we could go twinkies Ooh. Oh, Tyler's interested in Twinkies. Tyler's, okay. Tyler I mean, Twinkies might be a little easier to handle, too, because we could just buy a crap load of Twinkies yeah.
0: and push them down. Well, hot dogs, we kind of got to do a little more prep, cook, buns. You also have to keep in mind, though, that if we do an eating contest, there's a very real possibility that we might undercook the amount of food, not in the sense that the food's like raw, but I mean that we underestimate how much we need. And then Tyler and I down 10 hot dogs and we're like, well true
1: crap <laughs> it would be hard to underbuy twinkies though because we could just buy a ton of twinkies yeah and just have a surplus of twinkies after okay right. which do i don't twinkies? see that as a bad thing we could do like a a 10 minute twinkie challenge see how many how many twinkies we can scarf down in 10 minutes maybe i could see that how about we table that till next episode okay because we got okay. we got through all the sports ones we have a little bit of time here before we start filming if you guys listening have any suggestions tag us on twitter at underscore roberts eleven at hey it's randall or at tyler the board op. let us know what you think the food eating challenge should be for the tailgate olympics meatloaf twinkies oh, meatloaf God. hot dogs hamburgers we'll table that we'll come back next week for sure we'll we'll finalize the final the food eating portion of the tailgate olympics like I said tag us on Twitter underscore roberts eleven Hey, it's Randall, Tyler the Board up on Twitter. Let us know what you think we should be eating in the food competition portion of the Tailgater Olympics. So it's actually a good thing you brought up competitive eating, Randy, because I did want to touch on this. I felt like we would have been doing everybody an injustice if we, a tailgating podcast, did not touch on, or at least mention, the famous Nathan's hot dog eating competition that happened on the 4th of July. Did mm. you guys watch any of it?
0: Uh I didn't see it live to be honest. I did see snippets of it. I did think it was a little weird because from what I saw it looked like they were doing it out of a basement. Like someone's basement that they were it was surrounded by pe- plexiglass. Right. So but uh I mean it's gross man it's gross it's dude tough it's to a watch. dirty sport and it's
1: early because it's usually on east coast time so I usually don't even pay attention to it on 4th of July because of other stuff going on yeah because
0: it's on like at 8am in yeah, the morning
1: and it's it's super early and it's gross I really don't like watching it it's always one of those things that you just see after you're like and then you see Joey Chestnut crushing hot dogs sweating yeah. usually a, a half in hot dog mushed together in his mouth it's And gross. like
0: the other thing too is you know how when athletes like let's use endurance runners for example when they do their sport, they rarely look like they're enjoying it. Right, they all look like they're wincing in pain, and that's the same thing goes for these national uh, eating contests. No one looks like they're enjoying no, themselves. No way. They all look like they're in terrible pain. Why? <laughs> it, that's why it's. I find it so hard to watch because it's like I can only imagine. Like, oh man, that must suck.
1: So. What about you, Tyler? Did you uh did you get the family together around the TV and watch
2: Nathan's hot dog eating competition? So I did see it live. Of um. And as someone Shocking. who watches it every year as part of a family tradition that we've had for like 10 years. I'm not even kidding. I don't know uh, why we do it. I don't know how this tradition came it. to be. I think it was just, my brother happened to be watching ESPN on the fourth one time and he saw this and we all checked it out. And for whatever reason, we were oddly fascinated by it. So we do it every year. Now, uh, as someone who, like I said, has seen it every year, it was really weird seeing it in like randy described it did look a lot like someone's like a brick wall basement so i i understand the whole COVID thing they have to be six feet apart the the plexiglass is basically a face shield because i'm sure there's wet buns and wet hot dog flying everywhere i mean i understood that it was interesting to watch um like i do, like i do agree with randy where it says it it does look like they're wincing in pain, and I've seen like the little sports science episode that has to do with like how Joey Chestnut does it exactly, and it's intense. It, it's it wild. They're like the little
1: hops they do to get yeah. the, the digestive tract working a little bit more. Yeah,
2: because the food gets stuck in like your esophagus, um. so they hop up and down to basically push it down. And it's it's weird how it works. I don't know. The body's weird as hell. Like, if, but it's it's so cool at the same time.
0: Like, if you didn't tell me this was a national a hot dog eating contest and you just show me a video of the exterior, I would think it's like an ISIS video. <laughs> right. Just, <laughs> because, of how, of just like, because of how depressing it all Is a looked. new waterboarding? Like, what the hell's going on here? But, but this just further proves my point of there's like so much dirtiness to professional sports that no one knows about. Like, when you look at the dog show, you should just see dogs, but you don't realize that people are feeling these dogs nuts. They're squeezing all these excess fluids out of their buttholes and stuff. They're getting their
1: necks yanked every which way. Like, they're getting uh, low-key choked up onto this table.
0: And it's so much
1: dirtier than it actually is. And you think about it. When the Nathan's hot dog eating competition is usually going on, it's usually outside. I don't. It's probably, it's, I forget exactly where it goes down. Coney Island, right? Yeah, but, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's Coney, it's sponsored. So it's there, it's it's, it's cram-packed on 4th of July weekend, 4th of July day, with <sighs> people sweating in the crowd on each other. So not only, you got these guys shoving hot dogs down their mouth. <sighs> You got people sweating on each other with, you know, Uncle Sam costumes and red and white and blue face paint out in the crowd six feet away from each other. It's uh, it's it's a gross experience, so to be honest. So dirty. I hope you guys are excited for it for Tailgater Olympics, to be honest. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. Really pumping it
0: up. Coney Island. Smell the, 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 the nice, fresh sewage gleaming off the water.
1: So, guys, real quick. I'm going to run through. We're still talking competitive eating here. So I have Joey Chestnut's record book in front of me. All right. OK. Oh, God. I'm going to run through some of his personal <laughs> records. All right. And I am I want you to tell me if you I mean, you're probably going to say no on all of them. Yeah. So let's just react to some of these because I would say, do you think you'd have a shot? But I know you
0: probably would not have if a you're, shot. If you're Joey Chestnut, uh, at what point in your life do you realize that maybe this is my calling? Well, he's won 13 of the last 14 Yeah, no, I know, I know. He's He's, worth
1: $1.5 million off competitive eating. He's the GOAT, no
0: doubt. But what I'm saying is that, like, you know, at what point, what Um, happened? What went down where he realized,
2: wait a second, I think I might just be the best at this. Did
1: he get, like, dared by somebody? He's like, wow, I just ate five hot dogs in 30 seconds.
2: Yeah, I know. I I know, I know where you can find the answer to this. ESPN actually did make a 30 for 30 on Joey Chestnut and Kobayashi and the world of competitive eating. So you can find out your answer there. Or you could tell me. Yeah, or, like, or you could just oh, let us I, know. I, actually, I haven't seen it yet. I was like, I was Out like,
1: of all the 30 for 30s you've watched, the competitive eating one is the one you've skipped over. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I'm sorry, man. So here it is Joey Chestnut's record book, guys. All right. All right. Chicken wings, 30 minutes. How many do you think he ate?
0: 30 minutes, 200. 182. I'm say 182, ooh, 182,
1: 182 chicken wings okay. in 30 minutes. Oof. All right. Okay. So. Wow. Hot dogs. He's just set his personal record just a couple days ago with 75 hot dogs. Oh,
0: my God. 75
1: hot dogs in 10 minutes at the 2020 Nathan's Hot Dog. That is so
0: ridiculous.
1: This is nasty because this is, I don't know how big these are. So just thinking about the size of these normally just grosses me out. Uh 45 pulled pork sandwiches in 10 minutes.
2: Oh, that's, that's. Those are so heavy. Because
0: you have to, you have to understand that he's slurping up this pork and then he's dunking the buns in water. But it's Which is disgusting, pulled,
2: so gross. It's not just the pulled pork. I'd have to imagine it's covered in some kind of sauce. Just adding that element just yeah. makes it a little more disgusting. <sighs> Watered down barbecue or something. Nasty. Oh yeah. <sighs> So this is one
1: that I think, obviously, I mean, some of them you hear and you're like, oh, you just kind of get a little overconfident in yourself. Yeah. Fifty three soft beef Taco Bell tacos in ten minutes. Fifty three. Fifty three in ten minutes. I feel like that's one of the ones where you hear it and you're like. Mm.
0: Maybe, folks, are well, hungry. no, you know, you know why it is, though, is because Taco Bell is so easily accessible. You just go to the drive-thru, get your taco, you can eat it. I've pumped down, like, my two
1: soft taco meal but in, see, like, two minutes But before. see, that's
0: like, that's like people who, who say, oh, you know, just because it's one time I went through, like, 10 Krispy Kreme donuts, I'm pretty sure I could do a box, no problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of and those then things. And you
1: get you get like seven in, you're like, I am so
0: full. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you maybe eat like, I don't know, six soft tacos because your buddy got a taco pack sometime and you're like, oh man, that's nothing. I could scarf down fifty. In All reality, right. you can't. How about this one? One hundred and forty one hard boiled eggs in eight minutes.
1: Nope. Nope. <sighs> no. I don't that's even disgusting. I'm not even sure lie. if I've ate Ugh. 141 God. eggs in my life.
0: Put together, uh, 141. No way. I don't know why that one in particular just stands out to me like, Ugh.
2: Because hard-boiled eggs are always associated with the weird guy for some reason, <laughs> so yeah. that just sounds They're disgusting. There's like the thing
1: that's left over at the buffet, and you kind of walk by, and you're like, oh, I don't want to. Well, I, I don't, don't want to in that.
0: I enjoy a good deviled egg,
1: but just. But that's different. Like, hard-boiled egg, I'm assuming you're just shoving full on. Yeah. And then you get that yolk. That'll dry your ass out, too. Ugh,
0: the yolk is the worst.
1: Here we go, guys. We mentioned it. Twinkies are the possibility. Mm-hmm. What was his total, you guys, in six minutes for Twinkies? One twenty
0: five. I was, yeah, was going to say one twenty five. I'll do one twenty six.
1: He put down one hundred and twenty one Twinkies in six oh, minutes. Wow. So you, we could do a Twinkie one. So you have a measuring stick maybe. And you wouldn't have because I did a hot dog eating thing once for another podcast I was on. Yeah. And it hurt. It sucked. Why I don't know why you seem that Twinkies aren't gonna suck. Well, I mean, at least tw- maybe they're softer. That's so much at sugar. At least they're sweet. But the the hot dogs were like a brick, man. And then I was burping hot dog for like two days. <laughs> so,
2: I'd, so I'd rather burp thing-
1: Twinkie than hot dogs.
2: I think the thing with the hot dog, it's not just the meat is thick, but also you have the bun. So it's that extra carb that sits on the top of your stomach. I could see why hot dogs would be hard. Twinkies, very soft on the outside, creamy interior. Yeah. I could see why that easier one's to easier to put down. I yeah, feel, but right? but OK, but but what you're missing here, though, is think of the amount of sugar,
0: though. Like that's so much sugar.
1: I'll deal with it later. At least it'll taste better than a hot dog, man.
2: I, th- I think I could take the sugar more than I could take the carb of just 75 hot dog buns sitting in the bottom of my stomach.
1: All right. Here's the this one, guys, you ready? Grilled cheese sandwiches. How many think Ooh. you put down in ten minutes? Oh, in wow. ten minutes. Grilled cheese. I'm not sure the size here, so in grilled ten cheese. minutes. Grilled cheese sandwiches in ten minutes.
2: I'm gonna say 45. I'll say
1: 47. 47 on the dot, Randy. Dang. 47. Nice. That's wild, though. 47, dude. I could eat one grilled cheese sandwich and just tuck her down for a nap right after.
2: I mean, okay, it kind of goes back to what I said. It's a very soft interior being the grilled cheese, but that much dairy at once? Oh, that's, that's a lot. What, what kind of cheese are we talking here, though? That's, oh, a, that's a good you're, question. You're a Gouda guy, right? <laughs> did we mention Gouda in the past? Oh, when Gouda you pretty is
1: pretty much, bomb, dude. Yeah, Not my pants. favorite, but Gouda is very good. Six minutes, Hostess Donuts, the little donutettes kind of things, the little bite-sized Ooh. ones. Six minutes, how many did he put down? Ooh.
2: I'm going to say 210.
1: 210. I'm going to go 235. He put down 257 ah, Hostess Oh My God. That dries your ass out. Like, I can't even put down one without needing a sip of milk.
2: Yeah. And like, ugh, you're going to have so much liquid with that. Assuming it's not milk, With which first off, if you're drinking milk while eating 257 of those, I believe that's what you said. That's absolutely disgusting. Because milk should just be taken in little uh, cups at a time, not all at once while you're chugging down donuts. That's that's gross, man. Right.
1: And one more for the road, guys. He put down 81 Eggo waffles in eight minutes.
2: I respect that. I'll give him that one. Nah,
1: I can go for some Eggo waffles right now, to be honest. <laughs> all right, guys. So we teased it in the intro. Patrick Mahomes cashed in. All right, so let's run oh, yeah. through these numbers real quick. Just get it out of the way. Get all the, the, the mumbo jumbo out of here. So it's a 10-year deal worth $450 million for the Kansas City Chiefs QB. Fresh off what? Super Bowl championship, Super Bowl MVP. Maybe even would have won a um, regular season MVP too if he hadn't gotten hurt. He's got $63 million guaranteed at signing. He's got a $140 million injury guarantee. He can make up to $503 million over the 10 years. And it's good through 2031. How was your day, guys? Jesus Christ, what a cash-in.
2: Every day, I am reminded of just how poor I really am. And this is just another example that I will always be inferior and poor than every athlete out there.
0: I withdrew uh, a little bit of money the other day to pay off my credit card. And I was sweating it. I was like, damn, I'm going to have to take off like 70% of my check to make up for that. Meanwhile, my homes is uh, rolling in money. But you know what? He's a pro athlete. Good for him. That's going to be the Chiefs thing. If this doesn't work out, that's on the Chiefs, dude. That's the way I'm going to go, because it's obvious what the Chiefs are. The Chiefs are
1: locked and loaded. They're ready for a dynasty yeah. run. They're ready. They got Travis Kelsey. They got the studs. They got Patrick Mahomes. His contract is apparently nice and lo- evenly loaded, so it's not going to totally screw their cap hit completely. They're going to win some Super Bowls. How many do you think they're going to win in the 10 years? I'd say three. Three. Three, I think three would probably be a good one. Four or five, I think would probably be an overall success. But I think three would probably be the what they're shooting for. Three in
0: ten years. Yeah, I give or take three. Um, you know, there's just there's so many what ifs, and yeah. it's so hard. It's, to, yeah, it's so hard to try to give a, an opinion that you feel is different because at the end of the day, every opinion is just a what if, and that's what everyone's talking about. I mean, you look at Nick Foles. Nick Foles did great things for Philly. They chose to go one direction. He went another. And so far, he hasn't really True. been able to find his footing. He has a new team now. But, you know, just in Jacksonville, things just didn't really work out. Granted, Jacksonville, nowhere near the team that the, the Chiefs are. But, you know, when it, it, sometimes it seems like when the players finally get their big payday, that's when their progress seems to steadily somewhat decline because it's that sense of safety. It's like, oh, I know how mm-hmm. much I'm getting paid. You know what I mean? So uh, we're going to have to see. I'm interested. I mean, their their division doesn't really seem like it's going to be that much of an issue. The entire conference itself doesn't seem like it's that loaded to give him a a run for his money, to be honest. Aside from, what, Baltimore? But, I mean, other than that,
1: I'd say 3 It's a quick-moving league. I'm always a little nervous about giving people long-term contracts. 10 years is a long time, dude. 10 years is massive, man. 10 years is a really long time. And you know if it hits, it hits. Good for them. Yeah. It really sucks to be the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos for the next ten years because mm. you're already down in the QB position. You're not gonna, you're not gonna take yeah. Derek Carr over Patrick Mahomes. You're not gonna take Justin Herbert over, you know, a rookie QB next year over Patrick Mahomes, reigning Super Bowl MVP. You know, Super Bowl champion. It's yeah. it's definitely going to set them up as in the positive for the next ten years if he can stay healthy and if they can keep the pieces around him. Obviously,
0: yeah, but, but I mean, it's it's tough to say. It sucks for them because I mean, does it? Because think about it. They are they are expecting at least the fans and the the overall consensus of the NFL supporters in general. They're expecting stellar year after year performance. The second he drops off a little bit. The the it's gonna be pressure onto him because it'd be like True. look he's not performing the way he should be when he, honestly he he's performing at the just fine time, yeah exactly so I mean I again I predict maybe three but who knows
1: yeah I hate I don't like doing that but everybody I hate everybody's got to do it at least a little bit to throw a number out there so it gets out of the way what about you Tyler would you be stoked to be in the AFC West right now
2: you know i I've, I've been doing a little bit of heavy thinking about this and. If I'm one of these other AFC West teams, Raiders, Broncos, or the chargers, I don't see this as necessarily a bad thing. And I think my thinking about that is as far as a cap room goes like, okay. Yeah. He may not take a huge hit among the, uh, with the cap, but he's getting paid $45 million a year, so obviously now there's going to be less money to spend at other positions that may need to be filled. Whereas someone like the Raiders, the Broncos, or the Chargers, they are slowly rebuilding. They have a bunch of rookie deals, a bunch of smaller deals. I think at least for the next couple of years, I think maybe Vegas could challenge them. Um, the Chargers. I really like Anthony Lynn as a coach. I think maybe he could challenge them as well. The Broncos. I don't see them really doing a whole lot of anything. Really, because, because I see, I this. see, I, I view differently. I think, I think the
0: Raiders and the Broncos have the have the best chance simply because I I like Drew Locke. I feel like they picked up some pretty good receivers, and I think overall the Denver's always been one of those like sleeper teams. Like everyone's always so fixated on Los Angeles or the Chargers, you know, because Chargers had Rivers, they had LT or the the Raiders cuz they're the Raiders and then everyone just sort of naturally just slept on Denver. And they snuck in a Super Bowl win. And Denver snuck in a good win. They were able to pull uh, Peyton Manning from Indy. So I wouldn't necessarily sleep on the Broncos entirely, but uh also at the same time it's it's tough, man. I hate doing the whole speculation game.
1: Yeah. It's one of those things where you just base it off what you last saw. Like he came back from ten points down in the Super Bowl with what, like six minutes left. Did, did that
0: big comeback versus yeah. the versus
1: yeah. Houston? They had a huge comeback, I think, in every one of their playoffs games last year. Yeah. Um. So like, there's they're studs. It's there's no reason to doubt what they're doing. It mm-hmm. was no, there was no doubt in my mind that he was going to cash in, and he was going to cash in huge, right. just for how long and how much, really. And he became the richest player in sports history. He out, He got yeah. baseball money. He outbid baseball money. Half a billion dollars over 10 years is stupid cash. And
0: what's wild is a lot of people are talking about how if you are a quarterback right now, you should be excited because Mahomes just got paid out. Mm-hmm. But if you're a fan, do you feel the same way? Because you just paid fat cash for your quarterback. Now it's like like Tyler said, you're sort of naturally going to neglect the, the other positions. You know what I mean? It's like okay, let's drop forty five million a year on our quarterback, but now we can't we can't afford that our, that linebacker who was really good that we wanted. Or it's going to be a bit more difficult to keep one of the guys we really want because we can't afford him. But since but Cincinnati can, you know what I mean? So it's sort of things where while you fix one solution, without a doubt, more problems will arise elsewhere. So I, I wonder if down the road that's going to be an issue. And then also around the league, players are going to be asking for a boatload of money. Ridiculous money. Look at the uh, and and naturally, if you sign, if you have five big quarterbacks who who sign big, like all right, Tyler, uh, who are five quarterbacks that you think in the next few years are going to sign pretty big contracts?
2: Uh Deshaun Watson is number one. Lamar Jackson, when his rookie deal uh, is up, number two. I don't think he deserves as much money, but Dak Prescott is going to have a lot of money too. Those are probably the three next big ones off the top of my mind. Now look at look at those four quarterbacks. Out of those four quarterbacks. One of
0: them is going to underperform, and their and their team's going to be crap out of luck. And who's to say it's not the Chiefs? You know what I mean? Because these guys are getting insane amount of money. I mean,
1: it's not like there's and it's not like every team in the AFC West is a buster team. Like there's there's some good guys on the defensive side. Yeah, absolutely. You got Von Miller. You got Darwin James, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa. Um, you know, it's just to name a few. So like, Patrick Mahomes is going to get after, and then you got. AFC in a hole, they play the Bills this year. Bills got a top three defense. You know, it's not like yeah. he's, it's going to be a walk in the park, but you can't not pay him because of what he's done. You know, it's like you, he's a right. highlight reel. He's going to
0: make you money. He puts butts in seats and he just won MVP and the Super Bowl. Right. But I mean, you also have to keep in mind, the one thing that no one's talking about is the what ifs as far as injury go, too. True. You know, you sure are. He missed, what, three games because of his, that hyperextended knee or whatever yeah. happened this year? You're invincible until you're not. You know, look at uh, he RG3. Likes ru- he likes RG- running around. RG three was the guy in Washington. Granted, Washington did nothing for him to protect him, but suddenly he went from being the next big guy, the next big thing in the NFL, to being basically just a bench warmer because of his injuries. And the same thing could very well easily happen to Mahomes. It had just happened to Alex Smith. You know, he had to go through the he had to go through a lot, to be honest, to get back to where he's at now. But these these are always those what-ifs that you really honestly, you're just banking on the concept, right. the idea that nothing's going hey, to happen to your If he star stays guy.
1: healthy, I'm sure he's going to be worth the money. Oh, if yeah. If he stays healthy, he's slinging those little sidearm look-away throws that he's yeah. gotten so famous for. He's going to be worth the money. But there's tons of what-ifs in football in general. And then there's even more with your QB and even more with a QB who likes to run a lot. Yeah.
2: I will say this for Kansas City, just a word of advice. Now that you've paid Mahomes all this money, there is one position, or I guess a group of positions that you cannot be cheap on. If you want Mahomes to stay healthy, you need to pay your offensive line. Everything else, Mahomes can kind of make it happen on his own. He can run. He flings passes at. In ways that we've never seen before, but none of that's going to matter if his offensive line can't protect him. So it'll be interesting to see what happens.
1: You pay the guy that throws the ball, you pay the guy that protects the guy that throws the ball, and then you pay the guy who tackles the guy that throws the ball, and then everybody else.
0: Elbow your brother. Flick the booger.
1: <laughs> and of course, we don't wish injury on anybody. Hope I'm hoping Patrick Mahomes wins a couple Super Bowls. It's worth it. He's fun to watch. Yeah. As long as he doesn't beat the Bills in like the AFC Championship game to get there, I'll be happy with that. Maybe he'll beat the Falcons in a Super Bowl. that would be nice to see. Hey, well, hey,
2: hey, 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 hey. We don't wish Falcon, that upon anybody. First,
0: the Falcons have to get there.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Real quick, before we get to the baseball restart, guys, Washington Redskins, the Washington I don't know. Can we say it anymore? I don't know. People are freaking out over this word. There was legitimate segments on Sports Talk Radio about whether or not they should still say it like it's going to become a curse word using the word Redskins. I get it. It's really insensitive. They're changing their name. FedEx kind of leaned on them a little bit. We're not really going to get into the political correctness of it. It's why now? We all know why now. It's just it's long overdue. Yeah. Um, And that's that's my biggest problem with it is that FedEx never had a problem with it. The owners never had a problem with it. Now it just got a little leaned on. It looks, I feel like the purpose is good. The overall image, if you actually think about it, is a little worse that it took this long, you know, after all these years of saying no, 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 whatever. Washington Redskins rebrand, rename, whatever you want to call it, the Washington R's. What do you guys think they should be renamed? There's been tons of things floated out there by players, by fans, there's there's polls, there's concepts. Do you guys have any of your favorites? Do you have any of your own opinions? The Washington what?
0: I I just want something generic, man. Something just uh, obviously I'm not in management, so I don't make these things. But I just feel like at this point you already have a dark cloud over your organization. Like just don't, try not, just don't make it more political than it has to be. You know what I mean? I understand the the one idea people are talking about the red tails. I mean that's pretty right. cool. I mean the red tails is uh, it's it's. Iconic to America, it's military, Washington D.C. And but then comes the whole thing of like, okay, well, this is is this politically charged or whatever, and yada yada yada, and all that craziness. I wouldn't mind something just basic, you know. And I know uh Tally gave me crap for it because the Harlem Globetrotters, Globetrotters the Harlem Globe Trotters, play them every year. But I thought something like the Washington Generals, right? You know, some some. But uh, you get like an idea like that, something just straightforward and to the point.
1: Yeah, like you know, a hawk. Some I'm yeah. generic. Don't try to get Mickey Mouse with it. Whatever. What do you think? Have you seen it? Any, has anything stood out for you? I know you have an opinion on everything. You probably thought of three names right off the bat when they said they're going to rename their team. What do you think?
2: OK, so you actually kind of teased it just a little bit. So there's an old football game. I used to play old football video game back on Xbox. And one of the team names in there was the Washington Redhawks. And I really like that name. I've heard it kind of be tossed around a little bit. I think it's really fitting it's really catchy i think it's better than a bunch of these other names that i've seen uh there was a page on instagram that came out with the odds for what the new name would be and there's names like presidents generals lincoln's kings capitals those are it's too national it's like too capitalist I, I don't know how to explain. It. It's like two, maybe two American. I don't, I think Red Hawks is a really good name or something out of the blue. Red Tails is also a really good name, but just, I don't know. I don't want something too generic like Kings or Capitals. Oh God, if you name them the Washington Capitals, they're going to have a hockey team and a football team named the same thing. So that's going to be weird. Some people Washington are also talking about, I don't know. Some people are also talking about changing it to the Warriors because if you remember
0: their, uh, the old uh Spear logo, these used to rock on the helmets. They were talking maybe yeah, something like that.
2: The, the Warriors is such a common name for everything. It's, just, uh, and you already have the Golden State Warriors. I, I want to see something that's original, something that's a little bit out of the box. that's why I think Redhawks is kind of cool. Like, okay, yes, we have several bird name teams and yes, we technically do have the Seahawks, but a Red Hawk is a different kind of bird. You still have the red part of the name in, you know, that was in your old name and your new name. So it may, mean, if that makes you feel a little bit True. better, but I don't know. I, I want to see something new. I want to see something different. Like, please don't go with Warriors. Please don't go with like Kings or capitals, something that's been played out all the time, no hate against the Washington capitals or the LA Kings, but they've been that name forever. Let's let's try and see something new here. So I think Red Hawk so far is the best bet, but I mean we'll see what happens. I'm very curious to see what they come up with. Just don't be stupid. About my
0: it. my stance has always just sort of been like the players have every right to speak up on what they believe in, whether it be political, whether it be you know just anything. But as far as entity goes, organizations go, I think it's just in the it's in the better interest of themselves to just try to stay away from that stuff. You know, kind of how like when all this craziness went down. People were talking about how like, oh, the last thing I want to know, the last thing I care about right now is what such and such is doing. Yeah. Like Dave Chappelle has a joke where he he talks about how like nobody gives an F about what Ja Rule's doing. You know what I mean? And I feel like the same kind of applies when you think as far as the the Washington Redskins organization goes. It's like try not to necessarily pander. Just come up with a team so we can so you guys can play right. football. And I know it's kind of a touchy subject. It's 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 pretty, I mean, it's pretty difficult to to have the stance where it's like, guys, maybe we should just choose something generic, something just going to work. Right. And instead of pandering, because the-
1: Because the, that's in, what it is now. Now it's yeah. people are looking at it as, well, now you have the rebrand. Why aren't you taking a stance with it? Why don't you make a yeah. name for it? Yeah. So. Choose,
0: choose a generic name as opposed to pandering. Because look, you can name the, the team, the Red Tails, all you want, but the name is just a name value. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas instead you change it to something ge- generic, whether it be, I don't know, because like, I saw also circulating the Hogs because back in the 70s, their uh, their O-line was nicknamed the Hogs. So let's say they get called they call themselves the Hogs now, right? Instead of focusing just the team name on as some sort of some symbol of some sort, they put their money into into helping out the communities, helping out the neighborhoods. That's going to do so much more than them just changing the name to something. Because very often you see these teams, these professional organizations do something that's all face value and then there's nothing behind it. Right. You know what I mean?
1: And you gotta think that they're gonna stick with the Washington, the color scheme, so there's not as big as a brand turnover. Yeah. As, you know, they don't want people to have to buy all new gear. They're already gonna be pissed people off. Oh, yeah, you know, left and right about the name change, about them having to get new logos on stuff. I'm sure they'll have to do some kind of name plate turn in stuff. If they could. Yeah.
0: I just for me though. My thing is just like, I'm so surprised at how many people are so upset about this.
1: Right. And that's the thing, too, man. There's going to be no matter what, no matter which way they go, there's going to be a huge amount of people that are pissed off. The Twitter trolls are to come out. They're going to turn into crying Jordan memes. They're going to turn into weird memes here or, you know, they'll find a weird subliminal message like when the Rams one came out and the nose of it looked like a like a Johnson. And then you had um, Eric Dickerson on TV and radio saying like the nose is Ram looks like a unit. Like now that's the only thing people talk about. Yeah. And you got your own people trashing it. And then you do way more damage to your team's logo and identity. Your new logo and identity, that which you guys wanted versus just embracing with the new and, and, you know, and trying to lift up whatever comes out of it.
0: I say the Washington High Rollers or the Riverboats in honor of Riverboat Ron. <laughs> I like that. It's one of those things where it always just surprises me how many people get so buttered about this stuff. It's like, dog, you've never been to Washington, D.C., You've never donned the jersey. These guys don't pay your bills. Why do you care? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so silly. And then also, keep in mind, like we've mentioned too, times change. Different times, different opinions. They Coca-Cola used to have cocaine in it. We used to give it to kids. <laughs> times have changed, guys. We can change a name. But it's not that big of a deal. Let's just get the season started. Let's have some games played. Who gives a hell?
1: Right. Let's just get some games played, guys, which is a perfect segue for Major League Baseball sliding in. What do we tell them, guys? We were going to trash them for weeks. And then all of a sudden, look who's coming in first. Look who's going to get live action on the field before everybody else, before the NHL, before the NBA, before the NFL, of course. So Major League Baseball is all of a sudden like a knight in shining armor going to swoop in and start their season July 23rd, just before the NBA, just before the NHL gets back into action with the Yanks Nationals giants dodgers double header to get the season their 60 game short in season underway i know we crapped on it for what seemed like months i still get butthurt about it i'm pumped i just miss I baseball dude i hate it so here real quick there's nothing to watch i know we oh, we oh, we're, we're so we're so easy man it sucks Real quick, 60-game season, guys. It's a regional kind of setup. Instead of having your AL and your NL NO yeah. divisions, it's more regional, so you got the West, Central, and East, AL, NL NO West, and so forth. So I kind of yeah. like that, though. It's kind of cool. 60 games, 10 against your division, so the Dodgers will play the NL NO, NO West, for example, yeah. for 40 games. And then you got the rest 20 games dispersed around your other region. So the AL West teams will jump into the NOS and vice mm-hmm. versa. I like this. It's kind of a cool thing. We get the Dodgers versus the Astros out of it, which is a kind of cool twerk. Yeah. It would have been nice to have fans in the stands for all that. But yeah. we get, uh, I think we get two series, a home and a home.
0: I don't mind it. I like it. This reminds me, this is a sort of NHL style. You know, you had the uh, Metropolitan, the Pacific, the East. So I don't I don't mind this at all. I actually, I actually enjoy this a bit more because... I don't know. Just the idea of like the team being allocated to the West Coast as opposed to bouncing around.
1: I'm sure they enjoy less travel. I mean, the West, you got to go to Texas. The people up in like the NL East area, like those are all subway rides. You know, that's right down the street to them. So there's still a little more travel coming West to like Central West or the Houston Astros, stuff like that. But what do you think, Tyler? Your Angels going to have to put up six games against the Dodgers and the rest of the NL West?
2: I like it. Um, I'm just really excited for baseball to be back again. Just really excited for some sport that I love. No offense against MLS or anything like that, but some sport that I love to watch is just finally back on TV. I'm glad that they finally got this situation figured out after one of our most recent podcast episodes where we spent twenty something minutes bashing Manfred to the moon. Still on that train, by the way. You know, I'm I'm just excited that. I get to see something now, whether or not all the big stars actually play is something to be seen, you know, later down the road, but that gives other people a chance to shine in a way. Baseball, at least for about a week is going to have the national spotlight because the NBA doesn't start until the week after and the NHL, I believe isn't starting until the beginning of August. So we'll see what they can do with this window. Like I said. I'm really excited like Eric said I also wish there was going to be fans inside because I would love to go to a game probably not going to happen so next year but we'll see how the season plays out hopefully nothing major happens like a super high case in COVID you know it spikes right. again to where they have to cancel the whole thing but for now let's just enjoy it. Let's watch. We'll be making hot dogs and nachos in my baseball helmet at home. And
1: uh, (laughs) we'll be be good to go. So along with this kind of regional setup, guys, there is going to be some in-game rule changes with this whole shortened season. It's going to look very different. No fans. The game itself is going to be a little different. Obvious ways, the universal DH, both the NL and the AL will have the DH. I think there's teams that are probably pumped for that. The Dodgers getting an extra bat in the lineup, as opposed to having Kershaw going up and striking out. No disrespect to Kershaw, because I know he get a hold of him. when he does, three batter minimum for all pitchers, which is a little a little more baseball nerdy, you know, yeah. um, situational pitching. Not too many people pay attention to that all the time. So that's more for the baseball nerd. Every pitcher has to face three batters. You can't do your lefty special, righty special stuff like that. And this is the one that's been the hang up for a long time and been kind of been tabled. And you know, it's been it was actually tried in a couple minor league situations. The Man on second to start extra innings, guys. It's supposed to speed up the game. That's what they wanted it to use it for in the past. I guess they're kind of just throwing it out there to see how it works in this kind of short and 60-game season. So every inning after the ninth in extra innings, a player does start on second base. So you'll start out zero outs, zero balls, zero strikes, and there's already a guy on second. What do you think?
0: This is always a great idea until it's the bottom of the ninth and your team is the one that's defending. And then you're like, this is a stupid rule. Why is this even a rule? So... Um, I like the idea of expediting the game because I can't tell you how brutal that uh, Red Sox-Dodgers game that went to the 18th was. I had a blast, man. That was playoffs. Come on. Yeah, it was playoffs. It did
1: suck, though, because the Dodgers lost and the Red Sox would have lost. It really would have put them up against it because they blew through their pitchers. Yeah. That was uh, Nathan Evaldi's big game where he tossed, like, what, seven out of the pen? <sighs> Damn flashbacks. But yeah, no, it's it's a weird... I think this is going to be one of those rules that it's like it's all cool and it's all fun in your head until you see it and you're like... Wow, a, a single to walk off, just first pitch of the of the bottom of the 10. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying, though. It's a, it's a great rule until your team is defending against it. Yeah. And then you're like, this is a stupid rule.
1: I'd rather take another inning or two just and not have a gimmick loss. Yeah. What if the World Series comes down to that? That was my biggest thing when um, they moved the extra point back. That one actually made it harder for the game to go, right? right? This is making it easier. That's my thing. Now it's like, you know, extra points, they actually have to come back to it from commercial and it can change the game because kickers are missing them for some reason. Yeah, yeah, It makes the game harder. A batter already on second makes the game easier in a way. It's like, I'm all for speeding it up. Whatever. People can't pay attention. That's on them. I love sitting down and watching a baseball game through and through. Right. They can't pay attention. Whatever. Let's cater to them. Sure, whatever. But to make the game like simpler and to really take away from kind of the competitive advantage, I get both teams get it, but... Is changing the idea of it. It's making the game easier versus yeah. making the game harder, like, you know, moving the extra point back to, you know, whatever spot in the field it is at now.
2: Right. I see what you're saying. Now, Eric, I also see what you're saying, but I was also thinking about this. I know they've been wanting to test this for a long time, this specific rule. If there was ever a time to test it in the major leagues, now would be the time because I True. was looking at the Angels' schedule right now. They have 60 games. Yes. But during those 60 games, they only have six days off. They are going to have many games. I, I'm looking at it right now. There's That's about like a, a b- regular
1: week- baseball schedule, though. They play like 80 times in a month sometimes. Right. It feels True,
2: like. but because the season is shortened and they got to get in as many games as possible, it makes sense why they would want to potentially speed up the ending of the game because they don't want the pitchers to be burned out for the next game, especially like imagine your first game. On a fourteen game stretch where you don't have a day off and your pitchers already get burned because you had to go to the seventeenth or eighteenth inning. You know, that I feel bad if the they were already weeks. playing
1: for four months, but dude, they haven't been playing in months. I get it. I get I get the logistics. I really do, and I get why it's gonna happen and it has to happen. But I just don't like the bitching about it. Like yeah. play a full game. I'm sorry. You I got, agree. you guys drug this out, you could have been playing three days ago until October. I agree. So
2: it'll the be another rule. The other rule I am slightly interested, uh, apparently now this is something they also been pushing for a very long time. The DH is going to be both in the American League and the National League, so we're not going to really see any pitchers hit anymore in the National League. Thank God. I'm for it. Look, I get that Kershaw... Bumgardner, CC Sabathi when he was playing, Grinkey. that some of those guys do, ha- Granky, that some of those guys do have a little bit more power, and they actually hit really well. Bartolo the Colon, the goat, the greatest Big of sassy. all time. <laughs> now, but th- most pitchers cannot hit to right. save their lives. I'm not going to lie. If I'm watching a game, and depending on who the pitcher is is coming up to bat, if it's not one of those guys that just mentioned. I'm probably going to the bathroom. I'm refilling my cup to get right. something to drink. I'm not watching. So I'd much rather see a DH switch up the lineups a little mm-hmm. bit for the National League. Let's see what we can do here. And you got teams and that are
1: probably pumped for that because they have every not. game. They have an extra batch of sitting there in the NL. But now they're like, okay, well, we'll slide Max Muncy in on an off day. We'll slide Jock Peterson in on an off
2: day. Exactly. So we'll we'll see. I'm excited for it. Just just get baseball back on TV. ASAP, right. please. God,
1: man, please. we're like crack addicts, dude. We crapped on it for months. I and told you. And we're just itching for it. I told you. Would you guys go back to a game in person, even with the Rona stuff? No. Yes. I don't want to spend too much time on Rona Breakdown. I no. would go. I would be there.
2: Too much work. I, I would. without. No, I I'd would. Without it I go to rest. I've care. gone to
1: restaurants. I go to the gym. I'll put a mask on and sit and stand.
2: It's too much work Plus, for here's me. My- Here's my other thinking, too, is that if they started letting people back into the stadiums, the ticket prices are going to be a little bit lower because they're going to try and get as many people as they can. They'll be sold out. I don't know. I don't know about sold out, but some people are still going to be super hesitant. I'm thinking maybe they don't fill the entire stadium. Maybe they do it like every other row and every other section. I don't know. They'll figure out something. But... Maybe the tickets are a little bit smaller. Maybe I can afford better seats. Maybe I can sit behind home plate for once. Who knows? I mean, I would do it. I, I want my batting helmet nachos. Is this too much to ask? Yeah, it would be cool.
1: It would be cool to have fans let back in the stands for that first Dodgers or Astros at Dodgers series. I think at the end of July, I think it's what, July 29th or something like
2: that. Let me ask you guys one question. How many games do you think it'll take before an Astros batter gets hit by a pitch? Bregman gets domed, for sure. Uh,
0: I don't know if they're going to get hit in the first one. I would say the first series when the Dodgers head down to Houston. I don't see how they. I don't see how Bregman or uh, Springer don't catch one. In the leg when
2: the, when the Dodgers go down to Houston, I expect. Max Muncy to be pitching by the second inning because they had to burn through all their pictures because they were just beating people left and right.
1: Yeah, it definitely will happen. It'll kind of come down to who's pitching and who's when, who actually has holds a personal vendetta. Trevor Bauer has like this Twitter vendetta going on. Oh, Ken, yeah. Kenley Jansen has said, I'm not going to throw at him. So it kind of just depends on the person. Right. Trevor Bauer might just show up in the stands one game and chuck a ball at him from what he's unloaded on Twitter. He's pissed, and he wasn't even on our, on the Dodgers during all this. Alright, let's get out of here, guys. Real quick, before we sign off, Randy Tyler, give Give them your social media. Give us a closing thought on anything. What'd you learn today? What are you going to eat this weekend? What are you going to watch this weekend? What do you got, Randy?
0: You can find me at Hey, It's Randall. That's Randall with one L on Instagram and Twitter. Um I'm just, I'm getting ready for the Tailgater Olympics. Got to rest right. up. Got to ice up. Got to stretch.
1: Watch and, highlight uh, videos, man. Get, get, get your mind straight.
0: Got to do some film. Try to watch myself pitching. Watch myself doing things so I can learn where I'm going wrong. And uh, it's all course, about the mechanics.
2: Oh yeah, and of course, as always, uh, hashtag Manford to the Moon.
1: All right, Tyler, what do you got?
2: uh you could follow me at Tyler the up on Twitter and Instagram, and I am out to go buy Twinkies to prepare for our Twinkie eating contest. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, that's the one you need to prepare for, man. Hell yeah! <laughs> and of course, I am at eSoundwave on Instagram at underscore roberts11 on Twitter. If you're not already, you should be follow at Tailgater Sports on Instagram. Check out at Tailgater Sports for all your download links. Um, Jump in the comment sections. Let us know what we should be eating on Twitter. Tell us whether or not you want a Tailgater Sports jersey. Let us know. We're bored. We sit at home and want you guys to interact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Until next week, everybody. Peace out.